wonderful people. Today I want to say something to you in case you've not heard it for a while or perhaps ever. And that is this. You don't have to earn your story. The story you want. And I suppose the flip of this is that you don't get to get shamed for the story that has been so far. You don't get to get shamed for the story that has been so far. And you don't have to earn the story that you want to come next. Why do I think these are important? I think these are important statements and things that I hold as true because of the work that I do and because of the person I am. I know what it is to feel ashamed for past chapters. I know what it is to be shamed for past chapters. Our identity get so tied up with those past stories that not only are we stuck with shame about events that have happened, but about who we have been. And that is so poisonous to the integrity of our authorship in our story. It's so important to be allowed to feel pain from our past chapters, right? That's that's what every therapist, every counsellor, every psychotherapist that you ever meet will say. We need to be allowed to feel things as they really were. And a lot of the time that is going to involve pain. And that's okay. What is not okay is for that pain to somehow register or be interpreted for us as an indicator that who we were in those moments was somehow deficient. To be able to separate out behaviours and events from who we are. Does that land? It's so, so critical. Our sense of self, our character, we've got to be able to hold on to that as good and as ours. And as within our control, we are the author, right? When things have happened in our past that we feel pain about, we feel discomfort about, we might even feel shame about because Maybe we have come to recognize our behavior as not great for the people around us, as not great for ourselves, or perhaps the things that happened to us, we were blamed for. And we were actively shamed for our own pain in those moments. But the events that happened to us are not us. The past stories are not who we are. We are the character and we are 
framing new stories. Very often I talk about, I use this phrase, co-opted story. And what I mean by that is that so many of us as TCKs have had the experience of our stories being told for us. So this is one of the reasons I think we have to actively disassociate, actually, the characters who we feel we are from those past stories that have been told about who we are. Because we weren't actually in charge of those stories. They were told for us. When we are children, our stories are narrated for us. And if we're lucky, we are included in that narration. If we are lucky, they reflect to us positive characteristics about ourselves. If we are lucky, we feel a sense of nurture and safety and power in those stories. But because of the nature of the work I do, well, very often the people I'm working with have not had that. Their stories have been co-opted, sometimes well-meaningly. Sometimes we've been told, oh, you're so good at empathy. Oh, you're so good at adaptation. Oh, you're so resilient. And these offerings to our character are meant as supportive offerings. But sometimes we aren't resilient. Sometimes we don't adapt as well, air quotations there, as people would like us to. Sometimes being told we are empathic becomes a attributed characteristic. It becomes something we are supposed to do. And if we fail to do, we will be shamed for it. Selfish, thoughtless, inconsiderate. Being told who we are is not always helpful, even if it is meant well. I think what we can best do for young TCKs, for young people everywhere, is to reflect to them who they think they are in an encouraging way. Are you proud of what you've achieved? Do you feel like you're being kind there? Are you pleased with how you met your friend in that moment? Do you feel like you can understand where they're coming from? Or do you have a difference of opinion about their position on this? That inquiry allows a bit of space. But for those of us who did not have that growing up, or who did not have enough of it growing up, we can often feel shame about who we used to be. Shame about the things that have happened to us. Shame about the person that we have been told we were. Perhaps even shame because we don't feel ourselves to be that person anymore. And that was the person everybody loved. And I suppose this segues me into that, that first piece that I mentioned, which is that you don't have to earn the story that is to come. And what I mean by that is a lot of us tell these stories that we want to have. We want to be thinner, we want to be fitter, we want to be more successful, we want to be more assertive, we want to be more loving, we want to be better. And the way we tell these stories is 
often along a, a framework that goes, when I am better, then I can be happy with myself. Then I can be satisfied with my identity and my character. And this is often part and parcel of a lot of goal setting, actually. It can get quite mixed up with this, although it doesn't have to be this black and white. But we, we, we do. We say, well, when I want to be this way. I want to be able to run 5K. I want to be able to run a marathon. So when I have achieved that, I will feel happier with myself than I am today. Logical, right? We are happier when we've achieved a goal that we have deemed will make us happier. Except. What I see a lot of us doing is holding ourselves to ransom somehow, holding ourselves in a space where we're not allowed to be on our own side. We're not allowed to be pleased with ourselves until we are worthy of the story we want to write for ourselves. And here's such a tension, such a balance, because so much of what I do is talk to people about Let's get specific. What story, what next chapters do you want for yourself? How do you want it to be different moving forward? But if that's coming from a place of shame, a place of I'm not enough now, so I've got to write it different to be enough in the future. We're sort of beating ourselves on with a stick approach. We're dangling this, this perfect story like the carrot that we're allowed to have if we're better. And my darling people who bother to listen to this, I've tried that. I'm sure you have too. Have you had any success with this? Yes, I've been able to achieve a sense of increased worthiness when I've attained my goals. Yes, ticking things off a list gives me a huge sense of accomplishment. Does it make me happier with myself, with my character? No. It allows me to feel more worthy according to a standard that I or other people have set that the best driver I have found, the best motivator I have discovered is permission to not, <laughs> permission to delight in the character I currently am, with all her flaws, with all her inadequacies, with all her weariness or overexcitability, wherever I am in that moment, to go... Here I am. Here I am. Can you say that? Can you take this moment to just invite yourself, your whole self into this present moment and say, here I am. And then we can move into our next chapters as a kind of delightful adventure. 
with trembling hope and some anxiety at times because we're still building trust with ourselves, right? That we can do this, that we can make these changes that we so eagerly want, but we've got to carry with us a sense that we deserve the goodness already. We deserve it already. You deserve goodness already. I don't know if this is going to land for you today, if this is going to make sense for your situation today, but wherever you're at, whatever's going right or wrong for you in your current story, however dissatisfied or satisfied you are with your present circumstances, you are marvellous. You carry within you so much experience, so much learning, so much potential for change. It's all there in you. You don't have to earn a good story, a better story. It's yours by rights. It's yours by rights of being its author. You're in charge now. And that's not to say we always feel we have control over all of our external circumstances. But we do have an extraordinary amount of power over how we narrate our own characters. And if I'm determined to speak of my own character as something wanting, as something not good enough, then I'm never going to feel worthy of the story I'm in, unless it's misery and tragedy. I don't want that, for me or for you. But if I can conceive of my character of my identities as wonderful, all of them, then there's a chance I can move into the future with a sense of ownership, a sense of dignity and pride in holding myself in good and bad, because I'm here, I'm here. And that makes it a good story. Thanks for listening. Bye.